Dr. Seuss's Horton Hears a Boo by Wade Bradford. In the jungle of Newell, near a glowbug lagoon, in the hush of the night, neath the October moon, he was counting the stars that were more than a few, when Horton the elephant heard a strange boo. The sound startled Horton and gave him a scare. He climbed up a tree and asked, Who are you? Where? Then his friend Kangaroo came hop-hopping along. Well, hello up there, Horton. Is anything wrong? And the young kangaroo in her pouch said absurd when Horton explained what it was he had heard. Then it happened again, a mysterious boo. It started out soft, and then slowly it grew. And the kangaroos jumped fourteen feet off the ground upon hearing that ear-tickling, fear-prickling sound. Could that boo, whispered Horton, be a blurp in the bog? Or a triple-dyed bat flying out of the fog? Or perhaps it's a trick by the Wickersham brothers. Those three have been known to enjoy spooking others, said Kangaroo softly, still shaking in fear. It's not us, said the monkeys. We're hiding up here. We were romping around in the caverns of goo, spending time in the slime, as we often do, when we spotted a shadow that made our fur crawl. For the creature who made it is twenty feet tall. It had antlers and claws and two tails, maybe more. We have never seen anything like it before. When that shadow cried boo, we were scared, yes it's true. And so now we'll live here, in this treetop with you. Maybe not, Horton said, now beginning to doubt. What on earth could this creature be booing about? Yes, it could be a trick, or it might be a warning. But that doesn't mean we stay up here till morning. It could be a creature from a faraway land. If we never find out, then we won't understand. Horton climbed down the tree and tiptoed to the cave, and his friends followed suit, trying hard to be brave. Then a sound echoed forth from the caverns of goo, and the sound wasn't small, but a big, booming boo. The young kangaroo quickly covered his ears, hugging Horton so tightly it brought him to tears. It's not nice to say boo. You ought to remind him, the monkeys told Horton while they hid behind him. Horton opened his ears, which were big and quite keen, and the noise that he heard wasn't spooky or mean. Yes, he heard the word boo, that was perfectly true, but he listened some more and he heard a boo-hoo. Was a li lost little who, so incredibly small, without help from a lens you'd not see them at all, and they clung to the leaf of a bezel nut flower, a plant which to them seemed as tall as a tower. My goodness, said Horton, what's wrong, little one? Crying all by yourself doesn't seem like much fun. We all thought your boos were intended to scare us, but now that we've found you, we feel quite embarrassed. Horton's friends gathered round, all looking astounded, and also relieved that their fears were unfounded. Had they been so afraid of a small little who? Why, how can we help? asked the young kangaroo. 
Will you carry me home? The Who asked, pretty please. I was whooshed from my house by a mouse with a sneeze. Then a breeze made it worse, and the wind sent me flying. I crash-landed here, and I haven't stopped crying. If you bring me back home, my boo-hooing is over. And the elephant smiled. I know just the right clover. Some things may sound spooky the first time you hear them, but that doesn't mean you continue to fear them. If you listen to folks all the way to the end, you might meet a who who becomes a new friend. If you like the content that we produce, please consider supporting us with a donation through our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash quietbooksforbedtime. Donations allow us to purchase more books to read for the show. Thank you, and stay snuggly.